Welcome, visionaries and revolutionaries, to the Aligned Empire podcast, your gateway to building a movement of change, wealth, and impact. I'm your host, Drea Brown. This podcast is for the visionary woman who is ready to master the energetic frequencies of money, business, and herself, and is ready to expand into a frequency, life, and empire that mirrors her highest purpose. Together, we are rising up and reshaping the world as we know it, defying limitations and boldly embodying our highest selves. You're not just listening to another podcast. You're embarking on an epic journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Aligned Empire podcast. I am so excited today to bring to you Terang. She is amazing. She actually, it's funny, she's living in Bali right now, which I know is a massive dream for so many people. So I'm really excited to bring you her, to her. And so Trang is a mentor and speaker for women who are hungry to pivot careers and build their dream business so they can live out their potential and purpose with freedom and fulfillment. In her mid-20s, Trang experienced a quarter-life crisis that led her to leave the sports industry so she could help women not just as athletes, but also as human beings. Now, Trang is determined to help others step into their greatest power and thrive in their lives of impact. Because ultimately, she believes that when enough individuals are thriving, then humanity will thrive. And when humanity thrives, then the world can thrive for all forms of life and future generations. So thank you so much for joining us today, Trang. And I'm so excited because yesterday we spoke and we were just kind of talking about what subjects for her to talk about, but she is brilliant at high performance habits and brilliant in time management. So that's really what we're going to re really be diving into today. So welcome, Trang. So excited to have you. Drea, thank you so much for that introduction. And thank you for having me on the show. Like I'm delighted to be here and really looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know it's going to be amazing because right away I connected with your energy and it was like, this girl is amazing. I know I just right away also to other travelers and other nomads, digital nomads, I'm like, yes, this is my jam. So <laughs> excited about this. And the fact that our podcasts are so similar as well. We're like, oh yeah, the Aligned Empire yeah. podcast and Alliance Performance Podcast. <laughs> it's so funny that you said that because I must have like saw your podcast. But I didn't even connect the align part. So that is just, it's so aligned. It's perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's we're here great. for it. Yeah, we're <laughs> here for it. It's already going to be amazing. So Trey, can you just share your journey on like, how the heck did you even get into Bali? How have you, now that you're running, like, because your business is so successful. You have this beautiful podcast now. You have an amazing community. Like you're running a retreat in Australia, right? This this mm -hmm. week. Like you're you're just like you're killing it, girl. And you you've been guesting on 30 podcasts already this just this year. So can you just like, describe or just share us with your journey that how you've got here today and just how you studied high performance habits and time management and how that sparked your interest and just yeah, give me it all. Yeah, for sure. So my journey to get here hasn't been straightforward, but you know, is it ever right? Um, when I when I finished school, I actually went to university and studied uh, masters of physiotherapy. So my entire career started in the sports and health industry. So I was working as a physiotherapist as well as a running and strength and conditioning coach. So I've always been quite fascinated by the body by us, uh, you know, working on ourselves in one form or another. Um, I did that for a few years and I thought that that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life. You know, I thought this is it. I've chosen my career path. I'm going to stick to this for life. 
until I got to my mid-twenties and, you know, I, I started to question more about who I am, what my role is on this planet, like how I can have as much impact as possible through my time here and how I can leave the world a better place. And that got me into this deep, what I call a quarter life crisis, but really it was an awakening. Because what was happening was I was integrating so much of my uh, expanded knowledge and awareness about myself and about the world and integrating that with what I had previously known. And it was causing this mismatch, right? Like I thought that I just needed, based on uh, the the narrative growing up, I thought that I needed a stable, secure job so that I could, uh, you know, have a roof over my head, I could feed my family. Uh, and that's what I thought was the most important thing. But then I started to integrate new uh, realizations and more ways that I wanted to lead my life with that original narrative. So through this quarter life awakening, I realized that I wanted to have more of an impact for me personally than just working with people as athletes. Because what I realized was when I got feedback from my patients or clients saying that I helped them get stronger or, or get fitter, like that was really rewarding. But there was one moment where I had someone come to me and they were like, Trang, you've changed my life. You know, you helped me uh, it, it develop discipline in my training and I've overcome pain and that's translated into my motivation in my work. And then that's really changed my life situation. Like you have changed my life. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, this is the power that I have. Like I'm just one person and in some ways I'm, I'm, you know, insignificant, but in other ways I have so much of a footprint. Like I can really touch other people's lives and I can then create this ripple effect because then, because when they thrive in their life, then they can then affect and influence their world and all these ripples can spread across the globe and this is like how macro my thinking went during this quarter life awakening I could create these like ripples of impact across the world and then ultimately as you said before Drea really create positive progress and change at the global scale so with that in mind, what I decided to do was I decided to expand the way that I worked. I didn't want to just work in the physical realm. I wanted to help people with their minds, with, you know, their entire, uh, with their entire lives, essentially. And that's when I really got into studying and looking at like mindset, high performance habits, uh, even like a little bit of like emotional, spiritual work and in harmonizing them all together so that my clients they can transform at the core of who they are as human beings and then rise up to thrive in their lives so that's when I actually stepped away from physiotherapy um, it was a gradual transition process over a few years where I was stepping away from physiotherapy and running and strength and uh, running and strength coaching and expanding my business of mentoring, of coaching, of speaking so that I could spread this message and help impact others. And yeah, that led me to where I am today. So uh, I'm, I'm running my business now. I love it so, so much. I always say that, you know, if I won the lottery, this is exactly what I would be doing still. And, you know, that's a really 
beautiful place to be. I'm I'm so grateful that I get to say that and I get to live this life where I can travel and still serve my mission at the same time. That is so beautiful. I I love that. I I know that I resonate with that so much and so do so many members of my audience as well. Um, most of us have gone through some type of midlife, quarter life, spiritual awakening, dark night of the soul type of thing. And mm -hmm. that's exactly where I was, where I was like, what the hell is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I even doing with my life? And then it does sometimes take that event that happens where you're just shocked in the face and it's like, oh my gosh, this, this, this is so fulfilling. I've never felt fulfilled before. You didn't even know what fulfillment mm -hmm. was like before until something like that really happens in your life. And you're like, oh wow. And then it just it sets you on this beautiful trajectory and totally changes your life. And it's just uh, amazing. But it's so funny because I look back at your life as you explained, and it's like, everything is so connected. It's so connected. And, and how it brought you to, to high performance habits, and your, your podcast as well, like how it's so all aligned and all just all so connected. It's so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes when when I'm speaking with people who are thinking about pivoting or or starting a new path in their life, like they feel like it could be a waste of their previous chapter to start all over again. But as you say, it is all connected and everything that I'd experienced and I had gained in terms of skills and knowledge, oh, has it translated into what I'm doing now? And even just the fact that I got to experience and live out that chapter means it's never a waste. It It is a beautiful part of my journey. So yeah, it, it's, yeah. Been a, it's been a big process and um, a, a very fun one along the way. Hello, amazing, wonderful people. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. And if you are, could you please share this with someone who you really, truly think needs it or would enjoy listening to these type of podcast episodes? It would really mean the world to us. Our team works so hard on these episodes, and we really try to provide the most value we possibly can for our listeners. So a few ways that you can share is take a screenshot of this episode and share it into Instagram. We would love to tag you in our stories. And a few other ways is sharing exactly what you loved about this episode and what truly made an impact in your life. And one last thing, if you are enjoying this podcast episode, if you could leave a review for us, that would be everything. It really does help our podcast. And it also helps other beautiful, wonderful people find our podcast as well. So thank you so much. Much, and let's get back to the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's 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 funny because sometimes when you're it deep into it, you don't want to surrender to it because you don't accept it. You don't want you want to push it away. You're like, this really sucks. Oh my god! Like I wish things were so much different. But I've realized just the faster that we surrender to whatever is happening, like okay, well, how can I learn from this? What is the universe trying to tell me? What am like? What's my next steps? What's my next path? And just accepting wherever you are, if you are in a hard spot right now, accepting that this is going to be a huge pivotal point, like Trang, like me and like so many other people, honestly, like every single person I've interviewed, honestly, so far even, but it's going to be a huge pivotal point in your journey and you're going to be talking about it. So live this part of your life like you're going to talk about it in the future and, and it will change other people's lives because it has changed so many people's lives, like, like Trang, like you have changed so many people's lives just because you went through this quarter life crisis and you're like, okay, now this is, now I'm taking this and now I'm going to, now, now what? Like now what? Now I'm going to channel it into 
helping people with high performance habits and time management. So I just, I love, that's one of my favorite parts about life is like, sometimes it sucks, but it doesn't like, but in hindsight, it's not going to always suck. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) It always works out. I love it. So for high performance habits, so how do you define high performance habits? Because I know, you know, like my definition might be different than yours and might be different than Brendan Burchard's or someone else. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And that is the, that's the core of it. It's going to look different for everyone because for each person walking their path in life, they're going to have a different North Star and a different purpose for what they are living for. So for me, high performance habits is in relation to what our own purpose is. So for example, for me, it is serving my mission, which is what we've spoken about already. And to be able to serve that to my highest potential, I need to be very on top of time management. I need to be my highest self in terms of expressing all of the different parts of me authentically. I need to have full presence in what I'm doing uh, at any point in time. I need to be fully aware of myself and to be connected to my spiritual and emotional and mental aspects. So that's what it might look like for me. Or that's what it does look like for me. Uh, but for someone else, it their purpose in life at this point in time might be, and this uh, this might be one for you, Drea, coming up, is being the best mother that they could be. You know, like raising their children and like contributing through uh, spreading, like spreading their love and and their impact for the next generation. So then, high performance for this mother is going to look different. It's probably going to involve time management as well, but it will involve like different skills and, and different rituals day to day. So it looks different for everyone, but contextually, it's about us being able to express our best in what it is that our purpose is. That's what I believe. That's literally, I'm not even kidding. It's my favorite definition I think I've ever heard of high performance habits. I've never heard anyone explain it in that way. I mean, I'm so connected to purpose. I'm so connected to mission. So when you explain it that way, anyone and everyone should be should should be interested in some way to high performance habits. <laughs> Thank you for expressing that, Drea. Yeah, like it's it's relevant to everyone. And I think this is actually worth uh, expanding on in that I used to talk about high performance habits. I used to talk about high performers and there would be people who would message me and be like, hey, Trang, I love what you talk about. But I don't know if I'm like a high performer. I don't know if I'm a high achiever. And that's what made me realize that not everyone necessarily sees themselves as a high performer. But in this context of how we're talking about it, it actually is going to be relevant for everyone because it is contextual and it's going to be true to you depending on your life circumstances. Absolutely. I love, yeah, I love that you just opened up the door to uh, to everyone, honestly, and not just, like you said, I think a lot of people identify with, I'm an athlete or I'm a business owner and I have to be high performance or, you know, maybe they don't. But I, I love that you just opened up that definition for so many people. What would you say are foundational habits that everyone, if, if you're interested in high performance habits, what are some foundational habits that maybe we should possess or really look into developing? Cool. How much time do we have, Drea? <laughs> <laughs> we have. Let's see. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> there, 
Yeah, like I, I love this question because it, yeah, we, we really hone in on where to start. At the same time, it can be challenging because there are so many different high performance habits, right? Uh, like we can listen to interviews with the top people in the world who've achieved personal mastery and they'll talk about all these different habits, like whether it's like meditation or journaling or exercise or ice baths or uh, going for walks or, um, you know, anything. <laughs> there are so many out there. And we do notice that there are patterns, right? Like they often talk about the same thing, whether it's like, you know, waking up early in the morning or reading at night. They, they talk about similar things, um, but there's so many and I have once tried to write out a list of every single high performance habit habits and it just went on and on and on because you know there are different realms there are different degrees of high performance habits that there, there are different contexts depending on what it is that you're trying to achieve how I like to break it down to make it more simple is dividing it into three main categories and those categories are the mind body and heart and the reason why I divide it into these three dimensions is because I believe that these three dimensions are what is required for us to thrive in our life you know like quick little story that I I developed this through my own observations at the very start I was working as a personal trainer purely with people's bodies and their health and I would write two different clients the exact same program, but they would get different results. Why? Because they would have everything that they need physically to, to embody what they need to do, but one would embody more consistently than the other because their mindset would be in a different place. You know, one client would have more self-belief, more empowerment, more resilience to setbacks, and the other one would be riddled with doubt and, uh, you know, excuses and she was doing the best that she could, but she was, you know, not in a place where she could continually show up in the way that she needed to, to get her physical results. So I was like, okay, like, I can't just give a physical program. I need to make sure that their mind is in the right place. They have clarity on like what it is that they, uh, need to do. They know why, and they're, they're, they're connected to a greater reason for why they want these results. So then that was where the minds came in. And then when I went through my quarter life awakening, uh, I realized that the mind and the body still isn't enough because that will absolutely get us success. And success is great, but why are there still so many millionaires or billionaires or CEOs out there with complete success who are still miserable, who are still unfulfilled? And that can be what causes someone to just throw the towel in and stop completely in what it is that they're doing and what it is that they want to achieve. So having the heart, like spiritual connection to something greater that we are working towards, having the ability to express our emotions and recognize our emotions, be in tune with that is also really important. So these three dimensions are, are what I believe allows us to thrive and achieve not just success but ongoing success that is fulfilling mm -hmm. so the high performance habits i categorize them into these three dimensions and once again in each dimension there are a lot of different habits but if i were to share a few in the mind there would be journaling right like awareness and tangible 
uh, acknowledgement of different perspectives and beliefs. There is um, dedicated learning through reading, through questioning, um, seeking feedback so that we're not just doing things and just moving in one direction without any intention, but looking at what's working, what isn't, what do we need to do better. In the heart, there's meditation, of course, sitting in stillness, like going out into nature, expressing our emotions, um, practicing trust is one that we don't often talk about, like practicing trust in that, you know, I'm, I'm not where I want to be yet. I don't know what the future looks like, but I want to trust that it will be okay. And that in itself is a specific practice that I believe is huge for spiritual and emotional um, resilience to achieve high performance. So that's something that people don't often talk about. And in the body, there's, of course, all the physical habits like exercise and eating well and sleeping. Uh, some other ones that aren't uh, as commonly spoken about, I believe, uh, you know, well, one is practicing unwavering discipline. That's actually, that's a skill. Like that's a habit. That is a skill that we get to develop like a muscle, you know, like it's not something that we either have or we don't. It's something that we've actually got to step into as a default way of operating. Um, but also doing new things, doing harder things, things that will train us to become okay at being an amateur, train us to let down our walls to be able to slip up and to be at peace with that. Uh, uh, time management is one as well. Like that's a physical thing that we get to do. Uh, going on adventures. And that's something that I've really lent into in the last 12 months. And that's why I'm living and traveling abroad at the moment. Um, that is a high performance habit, I believe, especially for what I'm doing, going on adventures, because that develops and it, it fast tracks our perspective and our, uh, our resilience and it sparks so much inspiration for us to be able to bring back into our work. Uh, and of course, like it just expands our minds so much through the world around us and really develops um, our deeper level of wisdom and experience to share in our work and in how we show up day to day. So those are just a few of the different high performance habits. And I know there are a lot there, um, but yeah, you know, what this is all about is there's no one habit or there's no collection of habits that you need to do. What it comes down to is like, you know, where are you at in your journey? Out of these three dimensions, which one are you lacking the most or which one is currently holding you back the most? And from there, using that to guide, okay, based on where I'm at, which high performance habits do I need to lean into the most? And which one is actually going to be the most uh, impactful for me right now to take that next step? I love that so much because I was wondering like how, like how do you seek the balance or how do, when your clients come to you and do you, is there, is there some way to really know you're out of balance or is it more like an intuitional thing? Or maybe it's just a question that you just ask, like, where am I, where am I lacking? Mm, yeah, that's a really good question. 
So running, running a fine comb through our life and practicing that feed, you know, that feedback seeking and, and that awareness and looking at, okay, like what are our strengths and, and what are our, uh, what might be able to be developed even more at this point in time. So for example, for me, I grew up with a very strong focus on execution, right? Like I'm the daughter of immigrant parents. They wanted to set me up for a life of success and they really emphasized, you know, education, academics and, and working hard. So that came really easily to me. I've, I've never had any issues with working around the clock. And I've also, because of that, developed resilience in my mind in that, you know, like I can take on a fair amount, you know, and sure, like I'm, I'm not perfect and there's more for me to always be working on. But those are the two areas that naturally, because of my upbringing, I was already displaying consistently. So I realized when I wasn't performing well in my career, so especially uh, when I was doing uh, physiotherapy and running and strength coaching, when I was finding that I was hitting a bit of a wall and not able to get further, it became pretty clear what was holding me back the most. And that was the fact that I wasn't in the truest alignment with my heart's purpose and mission. And I needed to become really connected and intimate with what my heart calls for, with what my purpose and my mission is. And it was no surprise that I wasn't connected to that because my whole life I'd just been like running on a treadmill and just going and going and going. And I couldn't even do a two-minute meditation. Like I would be so fidgety and then, you know, my mind would go wandering and I'd get bored just with a two-minute meditation. So then that became really clear that it was the dimension of the heart that I needed to uh, lean into and to prioritize those habits. But it could be different for other people. Like other people may have all of the clarity and all of the passion in the world, but maybe each day they wake up and they procrastinate and they think and they plan and they dream about their goals but they don't actually take the first step. Well, in that case, it is the habits in the pillar of the body that they need to prioritize the most. There are also people who are really good at executing and taking action, and they know what it is that they are doing this all for, right? Like they're connected to their mission and they have this, uh, they have this big vision for the world, but maybe every time they have a rejection or every time they have a failure then they retreat back and and they feel small and and that really throws them off track and in that case it's going to be like the the pillar of the mind for them to work on so developing more resilience in the mind more self-belief more self-worth and that can come through a lot of the different habits in that in that dimension could be like journaling it could be like learning more about the different uh, practices that they can use to to be better in that realm. So yeah, it's going to look different for everyone, um, which I know is kind of a you know not necessarily a straightforward answer. Um, but yeah, you know each person it's so different, and it first and foremost comes down to becoming intimate 
with yourself and knowing where you're at and why you're there. Definitely. Like for each person, since it is so different, would you recommend them deciding what sets their foundation for each of the three, the mind, mind, body, and soul or mind, body, heart? Yeah, mind, body, heart. Yeah, body, heart. Awesome. Yeah. So would you recommend them just maybe going through, okay, my body, okay, where maybe it's my health, maybe it's my diet, maybe it's exercise, like kind of going down maybe a list of just internally, because it's like you could give them a list, but it's not going to be the same for everybody. So kind of almost making your own list and going down and then maybe the soul. Okay, well, is my passion there? Is my purpose Mm -hmm. there? Do I have fulfillment? And just asking yourself, like, would you say, like, asking yourself the important questions on every single box or I guess every single of those like the, the it's like the Triforce right <laughs> but asking yourself just different questions and then deciding on what habits that to to develop in your life that would help you set that good foundation yeah you nailed it you nailed it um, that's pretty much it and that's what I actually give to my clients so I've got this Venn diagram so it can be visualized the body the mind and the heart And under each of these dimensions, I've got a list of all the different habits in that realm. Um, And they can look through and be like, all right, like this is actually the one that I'm not doing at all in my life compared to the other two dimensions where it's like, yeah, like I'm actually, I'm actually pretty good with these. Um, And it becomes really clear, like which one at this point in time is going to be the most impactful one. Having said that, I also actually divide the different habits in each of these dimensions to two tiers. One is a one is the first tier and the other one is the kind of more developed or progressed tier. Because I do believe that there are there is some sort of sequence in developing these habits that are going to be more helpful than others. So for example, like in the, uh, in the dimension of the heart, like I said earlier, I couldn't even sit still for two minutes to do like a deep visualization meditation or like to drop into that, to drop into that level of almost like a trance state. <laughs> I couldn't get there. So at the start, I just needed to learn how to take a break from work. <laughs> Like I just had to learn to take two hours off on the weekend because I've earned it. And that was the first step for me to just be able to take breaks and to maybe go for a walk in nature without my earphones and listen to the sounds around me and be present in the world around me. So that would be the first step that I would recommend if that is where someone's at before even Uh, going into any particular meditations and it's not like you can't go straight into meditations it's just what I found worked for me to allow myself the the grace of easing into developing this practice and developing the skill of something you know yeah I love that you said that and brought it up too because when we think of high performance it's like we have to go balls to the wall like all high performance right now you know it's it's not like a 100% or nothing it's like where you are right now and then plus one step it doesn't have to be you can do the plus 100 step but from my own experience I've gotten burned out that way I set my expectations way too high and it really becomes 
difficult to keep up with that demanding habit that I just adopted that I think is going to completely change my life. So mm-hmm. it really like I think you said it beautifully, just starting really, really small and like meditation. I can so resonate with what you just said about only being able to sit there for two minutes. Like, I'm not kidding. It was right before I went through a 10 day meditation, Vipassana meditation thing, and I could not sit there for more than two minutes that I was about to go sit <laughs> for 11 hours a day meditating. <laughs> like, how the hell am I going to do this? So I just like was laughing when you're they're like, I cannot sit there for two minutes for meditation. So for me, it's starting slow and then being so grateful for it where you are right now. Being so grateful and not like like knowing that it really is about the journey and not the the goal of of being able to meditate for an hour. I mean, that that that's amazing if that's your goal, but it's not about that goal. It's really like allowing yourself to enjoy the journey because I know sometimes I develop habits I'm like god I just want to be able to do it right now like I just want that I want I want what I I want what I want with the goal but it's really it's really not about that I think you really said it beautifully it's it's about the foundation of mind body heart it's having that foundation and living in that foundation and then just expanding it and developing that foundation and then allowing yourself to accept where you are in this moment with wherever all the habits that you have wherever you are but then just developing that mind, body, heart into something really beautiful and wherever, I mean, whenever you want to develop it for your life. So I just love, I just, yeah, I love, I love how you explained all this. And it's just, it's so different. I mean, even before we started this conversation, I told you how excited I was to have this conversation about high performance habits, but I love that you're giving me a totally different perspective of high performance habits because I haven't really thought about it honestly in this way. You put such a feminine energy into this. Because I've been so masculine driven in high performance habits because I, you know, like that's kind of like my high, like my, my masculine part is like, okay, high performance. And then my feminine part is like my creativity. And so I love that you're bringing this like femininity into high performance habits. And you're like, no, it's, it's more than just setting goals. And it's more than just, you know, even though we're going to talk about time management, but it's more than just time management. It's like all of this stuff that I mean it's, it's so much deeper it's so much deeper it's it's inner work it's it's so much inner work and um, anyone can do it yeah thank you thank you I really appreciate that Drea because it hasn't always been like that and that's the that's the whole point of what we're talking about we've got to start where we're at and allow ourselves to iterate ourselves to where we want to go you know success comes from iterations it doesn't just click and then we're there so yeah there was a time where I couldn't even take two hours off on the weekends uh, I remember having a conversation with my mentor at the time we were in this masterminds group call and it just I'll never forget this but it was just like we we're talking about how I couldn't yeah I just wanted to work seven days a week and there'd been a theme in this mastermind of uh, starting a vegetable garden or like a, a starting yeah like growing our own homegrown vegetables so he looked at me straight down the barrel of the camera and he was just like, Trang, just go and plant a carrot, will you? And it was just so funny because everyone, you know, we all just cracked up and it, it was so hilarious. But like, that's where I have been in the past. So I have, similar to you, Dre, I come from a place of real masculine, like just got to go, go, go. And, you know, if I'm not successful, then I'm not worth anything. And my life, that is all that life is about. Um, But, you know, going on the journey and starting where I was at to inch along the spectrum to develop the the feminine aspect as well. And then going all the way to the other side where, you know, traveling, there's been times where, you know, traveling, it's very easy to just 
go with the flow and to float and to not do much work at all. So like swinging to the other extreme, being like, okay, this was nice, but I don't really want to do this forever either. And then being able to access both, you could say extremes or both um, dimensions and then bringing them together to harmonize the beauty of that polarity of the masculine and the feminine in high performance. That is so like literally like massive perspective shift. I, I think that's just amazing because I I really think I'm not the only person that when I think of high performance habits, it's, it's very like only masculine driven. And so when you bring also the, the feminine and the masculine in balance and marry that, I literally can feel the power energetically so, 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 so much when you just said that. So, oh my gosh, I'm just like sitting here. I'm like, I can't wait to even like afterwards reflect on all of this. And and really like, I'm going to like look through my life. I'm like, okay, where, where am I like being, you know, where do I need to look, look closer? Where, where can I have more high performance habits and not in a masculine way? Because I think a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches, a lot of feminine entrepreneurs, we want to shy away sometimes from high performance habits because it's kind of the, like the, like masculine guru business mm-hmm. type of dimension. I really think this is, this could be like a movement. Like you kind of are making it into a movement, but it's like, it's a movement to bring it back into the feminine part of business or at least just to back to women, giving it back mm-hmm. its soul, giving it back its like something like even deeper than being so just with like single minded focus of just, this is for my business. This is I, I need to wake up at 5 a.m. I need to wake up at 4.30 a.m., get my cup of coffee and just work, sit down and work and sit down and work, you know, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day. And that's my high performance. And how can I do that with, while also being focused and also being disciplined? How can I do that with like not having any distractions? And and how can I do that with also working out and all this other stuff? And it's like, chill, like chill. That's not it's not it's not about that. It's something it's something different. It's something deeper than that. So I just love that. Oh, my gosh. It's just um, that's so beautiful. Trang. I love it. And so for time, so since we're talking about the time management, like how does that come in to high performance and in this realm that we're talking about right now? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So time management, what it is for me, because I've, I've always done more than one thing at once. So I've always kind of like had to be able to manage time and to utilize 24 hours in a day to the, to, to, you know, the best I can. Because I've always done like, you know, job plus like a side hustle plus like hobbies. And I've always been a liver of life. Like I love, I, I used to party a lot. Not so much now. But I love to like do external life things as well, right? <laughs> like I, I've, even when I was working like seven days a week, I'd, I'd love to do life as well. So time management is, it ties into high performance in the idea that Yeah, we want to be able to go all in on everything that we're doing. So what we were talking about before, being able to marry the masculine and the feminine. So being able to go all in on our business, to give it our everything. But also, that doesn't mean going seven days a week without any breaks, without sleep. We go all in on that, but also being able to go all in on life, on our health, on our relationships, on any other hobbies that we have, like being able to go all in on all of that. And I really believe that that is possible. It's not that you have to go all in on your business or your life, one or the other. 
It's actually both. And time management allows us to do that because we get to squeeze so much more out of our time. We get to be a lot more intentional and in the same 30 minutes, do something that is a lot more progressive rather than just something that is, you know, it's something for the sake of it. So time management, it's not about, yeah, doing more and it's not always about uh, just working. It is about being able to go all in on all of the parts of us. Amazing. Yeah, I love I love that. And and so for time management, how would you like if if I'm a client coming to you and like I am not going all in on anything in my life and I just I feel like I have no time. I have no like I, I, there's a lot of my business, a lot of my clients and a lot of people that are listening to this podcast probably feel this way where there's so much to do. You know, there's so many social media platforms out there. There's so much crap out there, but I want to go all in on everything. What would be the first step to do or what would you give me to help me have better time management skills? The first step is actually not even t- like related to time. It's actually about starting with the end and being so convicted and clear on our values and what it is that we want. Like that is the first step. So being so clear on, I like to have at any time five core values that I'm living by. And of course that changes over time. Um, But at any point in time, five core values that guide my path. So at the moment, for example, two of those core values is one is experience. And then another one is impact. So experience and impact means that I know that it's so important that I'm serving my mission and I am continually showing up in my work. But at the same time, I need to also be creating space for climbing volcanoes and hiking waterfalls as well. And, And like seeing different sites, eating new foods, things like that. So I can be guided by these values to know that, okay, during my week, and it doesn't have to be a set week, but during my week, during my month, during this quarter, I need to have both because both are important to me. And that creates clarity. So being really clear on values, as well as being really clear on the actual outcomes that we are after. So, you know, at the end of this week, at the end of this month, at the end of this quarter, what are my top three professional outcomes versus top three personal outcomes and then that will guide how we use our time because yeah like we do have a lot of time in some ways for sure you know in some ways time is finite as well and we may not be able to do everything all at the same time so with that being said if we are clear on our outcomes and we're clear on our values we can choose like what we are going to dedicate our time towards and what we're actually going to put aside for now and be at peace making that decision. So for example, I've got a client at the moment um, who is in a full-time nine-to-five and she's transitioning and she's she's building up her side hustle. She's, she's building her business on the side. Now that makes for a very full schedule, a very full schedule, because as if a full-time job isn't already enough, right? Like I still think about, you know, the expectations of a full-time job plus like managing a family and managing a household plus like looking after your health and all of those things. And I'm like, how do people fit it into their week? Um, so she's, she's got this really full schedule and she's like, I try and I just feel burnt out. Like, I don't know how I'm going to fit everything in. I've got friends who are on rotation. I'm seeing them every like other week. 
So then we, we came back to her values. We came back to her most important outcomes for the rest of 2023. And those outcomes were very much revolved around her business because that's where she is putting her sights and that's where she wants to go. So with that being said, she could, with peace, make the decision to, to continue to fill up and continue to uh, direct her energy towards her work and her business and to say to her friends, hey, this is just a chapter of life I'm in at the moment. I'm not in a place where I can be catching up so often. And she, she can do that with conviction, with her head held high, knowing that this is the choice that she's making. And when her friends are like, oh, what do you mean? Like, it's just a two-hour catch-up. Like, she can, she can stand there and confidently, she confidently still stand by her decision. So time management and being able to, like, choose how we allocate our time and being as productive and progressive as possible, it starts with knowing why and what we are doing and where we are going. Yeah. And then in then saying no to everything else, that's probably a muscle as well, right? Like saying no and then boundaries, it sounds like. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard the saying, every time we say yes, we're saying no to something else. So we're yeah. always going to be saying no to something, right? But why not make that no intentional? Like why not make that no in alignment to what our values are and what our current goals are versus what isn't. I love that. Just just being more intentional with what you're saying yes or no to. I, I, I really love that. And I think it's it's such a good reminder to know when you are saying yes to some, something, you're saying no to something else. Maybe it's your dreams. Maybe it's your impact. Maybe it's whatever else that you have going on in your life. But but really knowing that just like a flippant yes is is actually way more powerful than most of us think and not to feel like that we have to do something that we yeah. have to go to breakfast with our friends for two hours or whatever it is so that's yeah, yeah that is really powerful and then you were telling me I think it was yesterday that you because I know a lot of your clients come to you for the for time management that's a big mm -hmm. like a big pillar in your business but that you work with them I think what did you call them the pillars of time management it was something you know, on those lines. Yeah. Is it the weekly creation method? It might have been. I can't remember, but it was so interesting. If it like if that rings to you, like, let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm really curious what it is that um, you've got in mind now. I'm sure it will come up. <laughs> yeah, it um, was. the week. I, I have my notes right here. And like I'm looking down, it says weekly creation method. Yep, it is the weekly creation method. OK, for oh, wonderful. <laughs> All right. Yeah weekly creation method is the the tangible execution of being able to create our life and create our weeks not just manage them because it can be very easy to go into management mode into just like trying to put out fires and getting through each day versus being really intentional and creating our weeks so this is inspired by Robin Sharma. I love that man. <laughs> Amazing. And, I love him. You know, I've, I've gotten uh, like that. He got me started on practices, right? Like, you know, the 5am club, like morning practices, like weekly practices. So this is adapted from some of the things that he has shared. So the weekly creation method is something that I like to do each week to inform how I'm going to allocate my time and my resources for the following week. So 
usually it's either on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday, I'll sit down and I will go through three steps in this weekly creation method. The first step is high level connection. Kind of like what we were talking about before, you know, like what is our purpose? What is our legacy that we want to leave behind? What are our values? What are our 12 month outcomes? Like connecting at a high level, even though that might not inform exactly what we're going to do this week, is going to give us the fuel, the spiritual and emotional fuel to stay motivated. Because, yeah, some, you know, people say, oh, motivated, motivation gets you started, but discipline keeps you going. But also, you've got to be motivated to be disciplined as well. And I love to have the ongoing vitality and ongoing passion each week knowing that this is the mission I'm serving and this is what I'm using my lifetime my life for so I love to connect at a high level and you know almost get emotional about it like just really drop into connecting with the high level picture so that's the first step the second one is now going to come down a little bit more micro and reflecting on last week So this ties in with the high performance habit of the mind where I talked about seeking feedback. If we just keep charging in one direction, like we might make some moves, but what if we're going in the wrong direction? What if it's not the most optimal path that we could be on? So reflecting on last week, what did we do well? What are some opportunities to optimize? And this can be personal and or professional. Like you may want to combine them together or you may want to keep them separate depending on your life uh, scenario. Um, But yeah, looking at last week, what went well? What could you do better? uh, How did you show up in alignment to your values last week? So did did you embody those values or were you not so integral with them? And that's okay. You know, it's not about you know, being harsh with yourself. It's just about looking and observing. And then this is something that Robin Sharma does, and I still do this. I I kind of, because I'm such a quantifiable person, I'd like to just give the week a rating from zero to 10. Just be like, if I were to repeat this week for the next 52 weeks, how close would I be to my outcomes or serving my purpose and my mission? Like, would I be closer? Would I be further away or would I be there? Would I get where I want to go if I repeat this week? And that just really gives us an overview of like, all right, how last week went at a high level. And using that feedback, we now get to take that into this week. And that's the third step. So we've, we've done high level connection. We've reflected on last week. And now the third step is creating this week or creating next week, you know, depending on how you see it. <laughs> creating this week which I love to do it it really gets me excited because I'm like all right so this week what are my primary outcomes if I get to the end of this week and I am completely satisfied and I'm completely fulfilled with what I have achieved and how I've showed up this week what are three to five things that will be created or achieved or uh, done how will I show up this week and I set those initial intentions to inform what this next week is going to look like and from there I then distill it down into exactly how my days are going to look and this goes into time boxing which is a practice 
that I am obsessed with. I've done it for quite a few years now. And you know, people look at my calendar and their eyes just go wide because there are no blank spaces. But what I say to that is that, you know, we're doing something every minute of every day anyway, whether it is visually put down in a calendar or not. So it looks like it's a lot, but it's actually just more intentional. It's just intentional doings. Um, so then I'll start with like the major tasks, right? Like the major tasks that will lead to these outcomes. So for example, at the end of this week, if you want to release two podcast episodes, that's one outcome. If you want to launch under a new lead magnet, and maybe number three is you want to have a date night with your partner because that's really important to you. Then those are the main things. Those are the main things that you'll put into your calendar first. So this is this is kind of like an extension of step three, by the way. Like we're talking about time boxing now. It's kind of like an extension of step three. Or you could see, see it as step four as well. Um, but yeah, you know, if you're going to release two podcast episodes, then you will need to record two podcast episodes. That needs to go into the calendar first. That date night with your partner needs to go into the calendar. And every step in order to launch this lead magnet is going to need to go into your calendar. So that that's what goes in first. Those are the those are the major uh, needle moving tasks. Of course, the non-negotiables are probably going to already be in your calendar. So appointments or client meetings or whatever it is that you might have will already be in your calendar. Now that you put in the non-negotiables and the major needle moving tasks, there are going to be gaps. And these gaps are often where people leak the most potential because, you know, they go on their phone or they get a snack or they just like allow their attention to, uh, to kind of yet, uh, expand out and they, they get distracted. So during these gaps is where I encourage you to be super intentional. Maybe you fit in extra tasks that might only take 10 or 15 minutes within these gaps. This is how you can be more productive. Or maybe you know that you need to have a break because depending on who you are and how you operate, you might do better with regular breaks. So then schedule in a 15 minute break and make it a proper break. Like remember going all in on work, but also going all in on our recovery. So going all in on that break, like don't go on the phone, don't do emails, actually have a break. And then at the end of that, when you go back to doing the tasks for your lead magnet, you can have revitalized focus. So really filling in all those gaps and allowing yourself to do all the things that you need to do, also have breaks, also have your personal life and your relationships honored. And then you get to the end of the week and you're like, wow, I've achieved all of these things that I wanted to do. I also got sufficient sleep and I also got um, adequate amounts of rest. And I did the things that I enjoy, like date night with my partner or maybe like playing a round of golf or something. And that's how I believe we can go all in on all of the different things that are important to us. So I know it sounds really meticulous and in some ways you can say it is, but it does it does come very easily over time. You know, like I said, I've been doing this for quite a few years and it's quite a quick process for me now because I've got so many repeated tasks um, and it's just like, it's just like brushing your teeth. It, it just is such a habitual thing that I was like, bang, 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 put it into my calendar. And then because I have developed that muscle of discipline, I can stick to it as best as I practically can. 
that's what I was going to ask you next is like about the discipline, but it really, I mean, that could be a whole nother podcast episode, right? Just learning mm -hmm. and, and practicing that discipline muscle to, and really, I think it's like what you said, it's like committing to this and knowing that this is going to give you that freedom that you want. This is going to give you that in fulfillment and enjoyment that you want. Because like you said, we're already filling our days up with so many minuscule, non-joyful tasks, you know, scrolling on your phone, whatever, whatever else you're doing that is an energy sucker. That's totally sucking your energy. But being I think ultimately it's like you keep coming back to it. It's being super intentional with your time, being super yeah. intentional with every single thing you do and and deciding, hey, this is actually how I want to spend my time, not the way that my attention is being pulled into. So it's like, this is how I'm going to choose to spend my time. And then again, reflecting on how you want to do that. And it's also, I love how all this just came together. It's also using those values that you've been talking about, like the mind, body, heart, and then using and then reflecting and, and going for, with your core values, like having your core values and having your mission and then designing your life with that in mind, like having that foundation and then intentionally designing your life and then committing to that. And then, and then, okay, well, if I ran this week, just like I wanted to for the rest of this year, for the next 52 weeks, how would, how would this year go? And I think it's going to be pretty fucking badass. Like if you keep <laughs> living your life, if you keep living, like that was just the way that you literally told us how to design it. If you really, really commit to doing that, like there is no way there's just like, there's, there's no way that's not going to be epic and incredible. So that was just, thank you so much, Tring. That was just incredible. Um, oh my gosh. I wish we could just like sit here and talk. We could like literally make this into so many different podcast episodes, but this was just amazing. So thank you so much, Trang, for everything. Is there anything else that we didn't touch upon that you just wanted to say one last thing about? There, there actually is. And I think it's awesome. simply adding on to the last part of what I was speaking about. You know, like the weekly creation method, it's it's a weekly process, but also, you know, our, our lives aren't set into perfect weekly blocks. So like having some leeway with that as well, I think is something that I'd like to mention and almost give permission for you to do if that's something that you would like to do. Uh, like I said, I've been traveling. So for the last two months, it's looked very different from a typical two months from last year. The last two weeks I've been road tripping where I've been in the car three, four hours a day and I've been like doing an excessive amounts of hiking and just like sightseeing and all those things. Um, so being able to go all in doesn't have to be weekly blocks. It can be fortnightly. It can be monthly. It can be quarterly because yeah, depending on your chapter of life, like you might have I don't know, a TEDx talk or something where you're going to probably go into a little bit of a cave and prepare for this TEDx talk for like the two months leading into it. And maybe you're not doing equal amounts of the rest of things that you want to do, but that ties in with your values. And that's the chapter that you're leaning into. And then on the other side of that talk, you can then really lean into the other things and, and step away for an extended period of time as well. So being able to flow and access both dimensions at different ratios according to what your situation calls for is also a skill here. <laughs> no, you're totally right because it really we really do go through stages, right? Especially in mm. business, life, everything, relationships, relationships yeah. again. Like, yeah, thank you for saying that. I think that was such a like a perfect cherry on all of this. So that was wonderful. And so 
what are three books that you would could recommend to my audience? Oh, oh my gosh. I, I love books so much. Okay, first one that comes to mind, I always recommend this one, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. A powerful, powerful book. So written by Victor E. Frankel, one of the survivors of the Holocaust, shares his time during uh, being in the concentration camps and his his awarenesses of what the purpose of life is after going through something that most of us hopefully will never have to go through. Uh, yeah, very, very insightful. So that's one. Number two, I've got to, I've got to share a Robin Sharma one. I'm going to say the Everyday Hero Manifesto. So he's oh, the latest that one. one. Yeah. Yeah, that, okay. that's his latest one. And he's written it as though it's his final book that he would like to leave with humanity. And it's just this beautiful collection. Each chapter is a standalone. So he just shares stories, shares realizations and perspectives. I love it. I love it. So the Everyday Hero Manifesto by Robin Sharma. And then I'm going to say... I'm going to have to say Brené Brown. I, I love Brené Brown. Uh, daring Greatly. I think that no matter where you're at on your journey, and I think, you know, that's a, that's a well-known book and many of you may have read it before. Um, but yeah, you know, like no matter where you're at on your journey, those those words just will really touch how you show up and how you see yourself. <laughs> those are my favorite books. It's a little bit different. It hits you a little differently in, in, mm. depending on what stage you are in your life. So yeah, those are great. Great recommendations. I definitely want to go check out that Robin Sharma one. I have, I read his 5 a.m. club and I loved it. It was so, so incredibly inspiring. So I'll have to yeah. check out another one. Yeah, yeah, That's for amazing. sure. Awesome. And then Train, where can my audience find you? Yes, um, I am most active on Instagram. I, I live on there every day. So my handle is Trang, T-R-A-N-G underscore Nova, N-O-V-A. And from there, you'll be able to find everything else. So the website, the, the podcast, uh, my email, if you want to get in touch with anything else. Uh, yeah, everything will be able to be found on there. Amazing. And then any resources or any free gifts that you want to give? Um, yeah, if you if you hop into Instagram, you'll see that uh, in that link in the bio, I have um, a ebook which will help you uh, like uncover your purpose, which is if that's something that you want to like connect deeper to, like that high level connection. Um, and I've also got virtual workshops on what we've spoken about. So one of them is high performance secrets and we go deeper in that workshop um, than what we've talked today even. So if this really spoke to you, then that might be one that you're interested in. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Trang. I so appreciate this. was like, Oh my gosh, it was such an amazing, I, I really am going to take so many, so many things that we just said, and I'm going to actually implement it into my life. Cause I think there was just like some of those hard hitters that I, especially like if I designed my week, the week quote was like one of my favorites. <laughs> so I really, gonna, I really, I just like really want to think about it. I just love it. I just being more intentional with time. Cause I think it's something, especially in this modern day, I think all of us can work on it. So thank you. So, so much, Trang. I really appreciate you. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you, everybody. And with that, we come to the close of yet another epic journey of the Aligned Empire podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the frequency of your limitless potential. Each episode is a code to unlock your unique energetic frequencies of money, business, and your aligned empire. 
If you feel this episode would resonate with others, please share it forward, creating a ripple effect throughout the universe. Make sure to subscribe to continue this journey of transformation with us. Join us again next week as we continue to rise together, joining a movement that is changing the world. This is Drea Brown, your guide on this journey, signing off.